In this episode of Let's Talk Filmmaking, we're catching up with my favorite co-host, B. Davis, and we're going to touch up on a few interesting topics. What's up, everybody? First off, let me say thank you to everybody that has supported not only the women that are brought to the show, but just to show period uh, we got a lot of a lot of feedback and that just you know it makes me want to keep keep going it it very much assures me that what me and b wants to do with the film uh podcast is we're making that come true so uh thank you for that speaking of b she is back she's right here in front of me Hey, everybody. <laughs> she it's has been, been a minuto. I know. She has been grinding and just uh, been doing so much, uh, which that's pretty much what we're going to talk about today. Just just a couple of updates. What's going on with both of our lives, uh, the plans of the podcast, future podcast, uh, you know, just kind of like that. A pretty laid back uh, episode because I'm tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yeah. i'm just sipping my tea and we're just gonna you know get on with the episode so uh what what you been up to man the question is more like what have i not been up to i know so it's just been the grind um mainly working my job i, I have a job everybody an eight-hour job and it's really frustrating sometimes because I'm at work. I do very easy work. I'm in security. Anybody who knows security knows that it's it's not it's not difficult. I'll just say that. But um, at work, I'm always just thinking, man, I could be doing this with this edit, and I can be doing that, and I can be doing this. So um, I've just been uh really just up earlier now, trying to go ahead and um get some things started in May. May seventh is when I'm planning on starting to get my content back out on YouTube and um, getting more consistent con- uh, con- content, excuse me, content on uh, Instagram as well. Just been trying to work with that. I had the excellent opportunity of working with a dope photographer named uh, Kevin J. Um, he's really, really dope um, at what he does. Um, he actually invited me out to a photo shoot that he had with some beautiful, beautiful models. Um, I'm talking about people that were beautiful inside and out. It was such a pleasure working with them. Um, he just had me do some BTS. And I mean, the footage that I caught from that was absolutely amazing. I was super excited about it. Um, so, um, he's going to be, you know, taking that, that stuff and doing what he's going to do with it. But he also gave me permission to do what I wanted with it. So, um, I was pretty excited about that. Um, what else? I actually am planning on posting on YouTube twice a week next month. Um, so I've been learning about planning and vlogging a little bit better, stuff like that. Um, I've had a bunch of gigs. Um, I've also had some clients, um, that have been pretty difficult, but it's been a great learning experience. Um, as far as revamping my contracts and what's in it and what I'm going to put up with and what I'm just simply not. Um, what else? What else? Just mainly planning and trying to get my brand together, like finally trying to bring that together. Um, with the busy client work that I've had, I haven't really had much time to revamp myself the way that I want to. 
Um, so May is that month. So everybody be on the lookout for um, a lot more content. I got a couple of reviews coming. I just brought the uh, Sigma 24 millimeter. Um, it's a dope lens. It was probably the best investment that I made. Um, I sacrificed a lot um, to get that little lens plus the insurance, you know, the insurance. I'm so glad yes. I got it because I recently dropped it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Things happen. Yeah. So I was I was pretty excited about that. So I got a review coming about that. Um, I got a comeback vlog um, talking about some of the trials and tribulations that I went through. So I get a little deep on it. Um, and just, yeah, a lot more content coming through. And I'm just really excited about it. I'm very proud of the strides that I've been taking. Um as far as just trying to be better and get better. A lot of motivation has come my way, especially with the uh, Women's Month that we had and the women that we had on the show and um, some of the women that I follow on uh, Instagram. Um, it's been very, very... Um, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's competitive, but it's more like motivational competitive, if that makes sense. So it's not like I'm competing against them to be better than them. They're just motivating me to be better than I was yesterday. So... Yeah. So, I mean, Video Queen STL, she's dope as hell. And just to see her growth in the last, I say, six to eight months was is just amazing. So and then, you know, you got your big ones, Creative Ryan, YC Imaging, Peter McKinnon, those guys, those those guys really motivate me, too. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to, just trying to get this grind together and um, learn the business as as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm for one, I'm not just saying this because we're friends, but I, I do miss your YouTube videos. And if anybody, <laughs> if you haven't watched uh, B's YouTube videos, uh, definitely watch them. Because uh, I can honestly say how she is in those videos is generally how she is like in real life. I try to keep it real. <laughs> yeah, she definitely <laughs> keeps it real. Um, and uh, I know you say you got a lot of... Uh, inspiration from the women that came on to uh the show uh Camille uh her mm -hmm. energy is this she's an actor so like she had, she brought, brought amazing uh energy and of course Brittany um mm -hmm. I'm glad she was able to come through and uh speak her uh knowledge and um also one of the the Elizabeth one of the women her kickstarter has uh has started actually i mm. think it's a uh it's been uh let me see it's been a few days now and she's doing a kickstarter for her film champagne uh a short film and i told her um let's see she's aiming for 12,000. I think that's, I think that's what she's, she said on the show. And I told her like, you shouldn't have any problem, uh, getting funding for that short film. Like you have people that throw hundreds and thousands to people on Twitch just to watch them play games or talk about games. And, um, uh, just the first day she reached, I want to say over 50% of her, uh, of her goal. I'm going to uh -huh. go, th I'm going to, oh, I just put my phone on airplane mode, so I can't do that. But I can tell you that so far, out of that 12,000, 12,000, she has 7,476. Congratulations. She on uh, her way. Yeah. And like I said, this is, has just been a few days. So 
mm-hmm. definitely um, people that are watching, uh, go on and like throw in what you can because uh, this money does go to the actors uh, and also goes to the people that are helping out uh, with the film, like camera operator, all that. Like that's where the money goes to. So mm. uh, we always talk about supporting our filmmakers. So like, look, if it's like, you know, five bucks or whatever, like she has her uh, play. I want to say she has like what tears, uh, but she has like, she talks about the film, uh, the campaign, all that mm-hmm. uh, to give you information on the film. So uh, definitely if you're listening to this and the campaign is still going, uh, donate. Or if you really can't donate, then give a share and, uh, you know, let's help Elizabeth out because she was also a very, she was also an amazing person and very creative. Uh, um, and there was, there was a few more women that I wanted to bring in, but you know, between time, time and schedule, cause you was talking about your, um, nine and five. Um, I don't know if I told y'all, told y'all yet, but I actually got an overnight job now. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm, I'm engaged. So like weddings, Yay. yeah, weddings, yeah, weddings <laughs> are expensive. So between that and business and everything, I went on and got uh overnight job uh at walmart and oh my god is mm. it it's one of those jobs it's for one going becoming a a full-time entrepreneur and then getting a because before i i had this i, I was i tried to sell life insurance and mm-hmm. i quickly dropped them because they like they wanted so much of my time uh, they wanted me to be in certain places, and I was like, I can't do that. I have a meeting, and, like, they just couldn't understand, like, it's my business first, and then you mm-hmm. guys are, like, dead last. And they really couldn't get with that, so I was like, you know, I got to go. Uh, and, you know, I went to Walmart. Uh, and the thing about being a full-time entrepreneur and trying to go back to doing a nine-to-five your mindset is so uh, funny because they <laughs> will say something to you and you'd be like, okay. I mean, I had a situation where like the woman, I, I told her, I told my manager, I was like, hey, I need, I need a scanner so I can do my job faster. And she was like, uh, you, don't, you, don't have, you don't have time for that. In my mind, I'm thinking there are many, many reasons why I, I need a scanner, but at the time, I was tired. I was like, I don't feel like arguing. But any other day, I was like, no, I'm quite, I'm quite sure I need a scanner. Or there's a reason why I'm doing this. Uh, in my mind, I'm like, I don't need to be here. I'm here because I want to. Mm-hmm. But she's so there. You had that mindset because you, I really don't need to be there. But I'm mm-hmm. there for, like, the extra money. And it's so hard to be in a position where, like, you're your own boss. And now you have to take like small crap from people that are like crazy and don't understand like almost anything because <laughs> just the thought they so she's so used to like dealing with people that like probably like sneak away to work or like uh, she has to constantly hound them for like crazy stuff. And then, you know, 
there's me. She seen me walking to go do something. She's like, hey, where are you going? I was like, well, hold up. First of all, I'm <laughs> going to go do this. Well, you can't do that. I was like, okay, whatever. And, you know, <laughs> I go by my business. But it's a, it's, it's, it's a transition. Um, mm. But I'm pretty much, uh, if I got fired, like, uh, well, I doubt I get fired. Well, I ain't going to say that, you know. You never know. But if I did, like, it's one of those things where, like, eh, you know, I just go find <laughs> something else. Because cause I have my own thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, weddings are expensive. So uh, never be too prideful to say, uh, I need help. Or mm-hmm. I need to find something extra to take care of some of these things. Because when you're full-time, look, we all make mistakes. We all have our lazy times. We all have, like mess ups you can lose a. this has happened to me twice where i i have lost a client and i'm like oh crap like mm-hmm. this is not good i need to find money and you know sometimes i find something or sometimes uh kenya might have to help me out but like you have to be you have to be smart and you can't be too prideful to say okay um i'm in like between the first and three years you're not gonna kick off like right right then right there you're not gonna have all the money in the world like mm-hmm. you might need to go okay from uh uh full nine to five to a part-time job because that's what i'm doing i'm doing a part-time job and do your business full-time and then slowly uh become full-time unless you just have those connections and you can like jump in but even then you got to be smart um but yeah it's which is another reason why I'm tired and another reason why um, getting those last few women that I wanted on the show kind of like uh, fell off because I was I was training as well. But, um, yeah, been going been going through that Been going through that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but- I know what you're talking about with that. I uh, even not even just working the nine to five, but just having the mentality of an entrepreneur. A lot of things that I do at work, I, I've actually found my zen at at my job. Um, I stopped dealing with the the office drama. I stopped, you know, caring a lot of, about a lot of small things. I stopped sweating the small things, and that kind of gave me a lot of peace. So now at work, I'm actually pretty happy. Um, I, I, you know, obviously it's not what I want to do for the rest of my life, but um, I found a place where I fit. And it's a comfortable place. Um, if I have a problem with somebody, I go straight to the source. I don't bother with management. I don't do all that. I'm like, hey, what's up? We got a problem? Let's talk about it. Agree to disagree? Cool. Just leave my name out your mouth. You know what I mean? It's it's just simple like that. So um, just even having the entrepreneur mindset at a job, you know, to sit there, to me, it's degrading to ask someone to go to the bathroom. Yeah. To have somebody tell me, well, you can only spend this much time on your lunch. To me, it's degrading as a grown up mm-hmm. person because I'm just like, wait a minute, I'm in charge of me. Like, why do I have to ask you for anything? Why do I have to see if this is OK for you? You know what I mean? It, when I'm just trying to do something for me, it's 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 a mentality thing, too. So I can only imagine for you having all that freedom, you know, doing what you wanted to do loving what you're doing, struggle a little bit, but still loving what you're doing. And then being told, where are you going? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? No, you don't need this. No, you don't need that. It's, it's frustrating. It's, it's a frustrating situation. You know, you, that's, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, 
like, like there was a situation yep. the other day, uh, well, yesterday, where like uh, the matter the manager was like getting on to like literally this older guy, um, and he was talking to, talking to me about his daughter and you know some life stuff. You know, I'm like, hey, actually, you got some actually you know good things to talk about other than the other crap you used to say, uh, but. <laughs> Uh, then the manager came on. It's like, I guess she thought he was talking on his phone or whatever. And like, they were just going back and forth. And she was like, I'm a grown, I'm a grown man. You know, you know, you're talking to me any kind of way. And she was like, I got, I got children that's about your age. And, uh, and, I, and, and in my mind, I was like, he does have a point. You just can't mm-hmm. talk to anybody like any certain way, just cause you have, uh, that th- like a certain authority. Uh, that was kind of like one of the small issues I had with the life insurance uh, people. Great, it, it's a great company. That life insurance company is a great company. Like, if I didn't have life insurance, probably would go with them. But like, the the minds the mind state uh, the guy over me had. And for one, that was nothing. I did not like. I I didn't know who exactly was over me. Cause yeah, if I have a problem, I need to know who I talk mm-hmm. to. If you ain't the person I need to talk to, we ain't got nothing to talk, nothing to talk about. Facts. Like, uh, that's just that. I don't like having, you need to talk to, uh, you either talk to this, this person, this person, this person. And I was like, no, that's too many people to talk to. I want to get it done right then, right there. Who do I need to talk to? I will go over you in a second. Uh, mm. But the mentality they wanted you to have is this life insurance, this is your business. Mm, so that's always like a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lie, but it's not it's not fully. And that's and that's why when it comes to that, I didn't those conversations with those type of people, I don't even try to have it cuz you're not going to you're not going to win. Like cuz when I was explaining it to him like last year, I put my business on the side on the side burner and that affected my business heavily. Mm-hmm. And I told myself I would not do that again this year. And by me trying to do this life insurance thing, I feel like that's going to put me in a situation in that situation situation again, because y'all want me to be here like freaking all day, like making calls and do all this other stuff. And I just don't got time for that. Mm-hmm. And when I was trying to tell him, like, I, I need to I want my business to grow. He was like, well, this is my business. And I'm like, mm, well, yeah, yeah no. maybe. Like, at the end of the day, like, you're not the one that's doing payroll. At the end of the day, you're not the one that set up your life insurance and actually got these uh, rules that has been set out for you. At the end of the day, you're not the one setting up schedules. At the end of the day, you have all of these things. You have a script. You were not the one to set up the script. You have a system you are not the one to set up the system. So this is not your business. You're just a part of the business and you're going to have, you're going to make your part bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have a, you're going to continue to be a bigger part of the business. But at the end of the day, it's not your damn business. So like, that's one of those conversations where I just try to stay away because mm-hmm. they just, it's, it's either a pride thing or they just don't want to be told, Hey, you're spending all your time doing this. You're being told it's your business, but it's not really your business. Right. Right. uh, It is a frustrating thing. Uh, and which is why like, um, 
I'm trying to another reason why I'm trying to hustle so much is because I don't want Kenya to go through the same thing when mm-hmm. she goes full time. Because I, mm-hmm. I like her. Oh, my God. Like the 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 mind state she has now, if she were to go to full time and then try to, you know, pick up a part time. Go get at the a same job. Time, yeah. Oh, man. So many people will. I don't I don't know who would have it worse. The people she'll have to deal with or uh, or her. So. <laughs> yeah so that's no, I'm I, I hear what you're saying on, on that. as much as i can yeah no i i hear what you're saying on that completely because it's like um i think uh i know somebody else that's doing something like that and I, they got mad at me but i was being real like i was i was being real i wasn't being rude but i was being real and i told him i was like in essence you know it's it's not your business no it is my it's, i have my own schedule and i said that's great however you know it's like your house sitting <laughs> your house sitting it's somebody else's house somebody else's rules and you just happen to be living there like that's really what it is it's not your own business you don't have say so you know right if any any job anything that you're doing where you can be let go it's not your business right period so you yeah. know that, that person got really mad at me and you know tried to say I was thinking I was better than him. I'm like, no, it's not that. It's just the mentality that you have. You think you had, it's not, it's not necessarily secure in you. Mm-hmm. I can be a Lyft driver, have my own schedule and drive my own car. But if I do something wrong, then they can let me go. That's if you can be let go, you're not a business owner, yeah. period. And that's all I was trying to tell him. He, you know, he got in his feelings or whatever, but I think at the end of the day, he knew if I wasn't right, I at least had a point. Yeah, no, so. <laughs> you do. And see, that's 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 the reason why I was like, you know what, not going to not going to go there because you're going to just continue to get heated. I'm going to stay calm and then you're going to get pissed off and, you know, just don't feel like dealing with that. But yeah, like uh, they they had meetings every Monday and uh, I want to say uh every thursday and Mm. i was like look i want to sleep monday or like i might have a meeting monday or whatever like you know if i show up you know i show up uh thursdays (laughs) i definitely will not show up because i have a bni meeting where like i'm sitting with a bunch of business owners and Mm -hmm. like that is helping my business a lot so i will not be at your meeting those days uh (laughs) And, like, they were telling me, hey, you didn't make any calls yesterday. I was like, I know. I was busy. I was doing. <laughs> I was aware. I was. I was I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, I know. I see this. And I know this because I didn't do it. But they was like, <laughs> you can't do that. You know, we want you to be successful. I was like, and my thing was, because I'm fully aware I didn't make calls, I know the consequences, consequences of not making calls. You don't make money. And it's harder for you to make sales. I know that. What I don't <laughs> like is for you to keep telling me you didn't make no calls. Because I'm, I'm like this close to saying I freaking know I didn't make calls. <laughs> I have to make me not making calls. I'm, well, I'm not going to lie to you. It's like, yeah, I made calls because there's a way they can see everything you do. So mm. that's another thing. Like that controlling thing. I don't like that. Micromanaging. Yeah, don't, don't do that. I don't like that. As an entrepreneur, like no entrepreneur likes to be micromanaged. Like that's you just don't do that. That's an easy way to get cursed out or like just be left hanging on a building. Like you just mm-hmm. don't do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's 
it's one and I thought I thought about Lyft uh and Uber. Only thing about that, uh with Uber in my area I didn't want to get like a shot or uh <laughs> or uh or die. die kidnapped <laughs> or just robbed and Lyft like I'm in a medium size yeah, I mean, it, it, we're kind of we're not a small town, but we're kind of mid mid sized town. Uh, yeah, no, that's not enough money. Not yeah. if I was in Las Vegas or New York or anywhere that's fast paced where people don't have vehicles, uh, and they rather put that money into doing that to like commute. Then yeah, working Uber and Lyft at the same time, that's a pretty good hustle. But that's mm-hmm. a hustle. That's not a business. That's a hustle. So like, mm-hmm. I was like, no, nope, can't do it. You know. Yeah, you know, I got yeah. I got things to do. Uh, I thought about Lyft too, and I was like, being a female in Vegas, driving by myself, bunch of strange men. Nah. Well, it's also wear and tear, and the only thing they really do help out is like if somebody like puke in your car, you know, you can get it cleaned or whatever. You can, you know, get de- discount on detail detail jobs, but like at the end of the day, you know, nah. Nice yeah. hustle, probably for Christmas or something. You know, I know people that's done it just for Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, but not for what I'm not for what I'm looking what I'm looking for. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would do it as a as a side hustle, like you said, Christmas time or you know what? I'm really short. I want to buy a new lens. Let me go hustle up some money real quick on my days off. Maybe I'll do something like that. But nah, nah. But nah. I can tell you, working. Overnight stocking is it is it is it's what I wanted in the beginning, and it is if there was if there was something I would tell people to do, that's what I would tell people to do because um, especially at this one, it actually closes at twelve, uh, so you don't have to deal with you know people, uh, you don't have to deal with craziness from people asking questions about hey where is this and it's like behind them so you have to like hold back your frustration because <laughs> if they would I deal just, with that every yeah, day uh, you and all i do is just put stuff on the shelves mm-hmm. like that's that's it uh i used when i worked at the news station i used to have the feeling of i don't want to go to work because i don't feel like you know working a job that i'm not gonna get anywhere or, you know, wasting my time there. Now I'm like, uh, I got to go to work because I'm going to put stuff on shelves. It's so mm-hmm. easy. It's like you're not really working. You're just putting yeah. stuff on shelves. Yeah. So it's like you're putting stuff on. It's so boring where it's like I'm putting stuff on shelves until time, you know, time to go. So uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It I is mean, easy. don't you get to listen to headphones, too, though? Well, shoot, because of the situation that happened uh Two days ago, yesterday, with the guy on the phone, might not be able to. I'm gonna try to sneak mm-hmm. anyway because look, I I need my music. I'm a right. hold if I don't have my music and whatever, like that's a you might catch another part of me. Like I mm-hmm. need something to like keep me in a good mood and you know uh, keep me going. Yeah, and that's for for me. That's music. I actually like brought my piano from home to the apartment because I might try to pick it back up, but uh, just to re- help relax me, because uh, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing before I got into this industry. But yeah, it's 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 okay. Uh, I say if if anybody's looking for anything, like you know, that's a good one. 
or like a, a small part time that actually pays. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid to say that uh, the Walmart I'm at, and we're in a, we're a mid size uh, area, Shreveport, um, Louisiana. It pays eleven fifty an hour. Now, I'm also able to with Walmart. I'm, I'm able to uh, get a part of my check anytime I want uh, through the app. I'm able to take on extra shifts if I want through this app. So there's less mm-hmm. having to deal with people. So it's kind of for what I'm trying to do is it's kind of easy and kinda yeah. Good, so yeah, uh, yeah. But, I worked a Walmart job and I was doing overnight shelving and I immediately quit because I didn't like how the supervisor was talking to me. I she can, talked to me like I was a kid. Like it it was it was like, dude, seriously, you could just tell me what you want. And me and her kind of got into it. Like it was like my second day. <laughs> and I think I was cutting the boxes because <clears throat> I didn't have a box cutter. Uh-huh. And I was cutting the boxes with my keys, like my, my car key, you uh-huh. know, just cutting the tape and opening it. So she comes over. She goes, what are you cutting the boxes with? And I was like, uh, my keys. What should you be cutting the boxes with? Uh-oh. I was like, oh, a box cutter. She was like, that's right. So why didn't you ask? I said, look, if you want me <laughs> to cut the boxes with a box cutter, you can go on and tell me you don't need to go through this patronizing situation i was like so if you want me to go get a box cutter i'll go get one but i will not be talked to like i'm some little kid yeah no. i was like you didn't even go to college i went to college i was yeah. like i'm just here just trying to get this money so yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I, had, I had to let her know and she didn't like the way i talked to her so i just walked out and i quit <laughs> i didn't care i was like i'm not gonna be talked to like that yeah so. i probably would have had an issue with that as well like i, I probably wouldn't even uh answer her the way she was talking she was um, like, what should we be doing? I was like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Not here. You got the wrong one. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, they have, they have some type of box cutter. It's like, it it looks like a, it feels like a toy. Like, I just brought my box cutter from home and it's not Walmart, like, uh, it's approved. not, yeah, approved. But, you know, even when I was working at Target, like over eight years ago, I didn't even like their target approved because it was more dangerous than anything. So like <laughs> I've always been, especially with other jobs, I've always been uh, somewhat of a rebel because mm-hmm. I'm like, what you're telling me doesn't make sense. So I'm oh, just going to do this so thing. <laughs> I'm just going to do this like in another way un- until like you're like completely angry. I get written up and even then like I might still do it. Um, so right. yeah, that's that's always a mentality, which kind of led me to thinking, I I might need to have my own business because I just yeah. don't I don't. A lot of people it's like you should have went to the military. I was like you you don't understand, like military. No, that is mm-hmm. exactly what I don't need. Mm-hmm. Like because you will always have somebody over you. You will always yeah. have people telling you what to do. And like I'm sorry, I just you know don't know. No. Isn't it the craziest thing, though? Because, like, I, I think I had to a lot of things that would be would be done at my job. I would be like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. Like, why would you do it that way or why this or why that? And I would kind of converse with other people about it. And they would be like, oh, you need to go into management. I'm like, they don't want me to go into management because yeah. I'm an advocate for my people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to say, no, this is what we need to do to perform our jobs efficiently. If you can't provide us that, then we're going to keep going through this same problem. So what are you trying to do? So those are the solutions I like to come up with. But being in a corporate setting, it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I ain't no need to waste my breath. So now I have the mentality of just, you know, 
it's two things I say to myself. Okay, one plus one equals five, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. And then I also tell myself, you know, you know, I tell them, you know, if it works for you, then do you, boo boo. Like I ain't I'm I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not going to argue with stupidity because it's a it's a never ending circle of just conversations that are just meaningless. So I just and it's not to say that. And it's not to say like my managers or anything are stupid or anything like that. I know due to the corporate setting, it's it's hard to initiate the things that you want to initiate as a manager. And I get that. But all in all, I can't do it. So <laughs> I, yeah. regardless of whose fault it is, I just can't do it. And I'm going to say this now. And don't think me and B are like ragging on anybody that has nine to fives. Because I no, truly – because. If you if you carefully listen to what we're saying, like the type of people me and her are, we can't be don't in, fit. It, we can't <laughs> we can't do it. I just know I cannot fit in that setting because of the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not afraid to say if I go to college or continue my college education, look, that's gonna be even like hard the hardest thing. Some people think owning a business is hard. No. For me, Trying to continue my education is probably going to be harder for me. <laughs> I know I can do it, but it is going to be a hell of a lot of work, concentration, all that for me to want to do it. Like right. it's right. and like this is just a road that I'm more comfortable with taking. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of ignorant people that I I am working with right now. Because <laughs> oh my, it, when uh, what's his name? died uh when he got shot in california nipsey nipsey oh my god i could not be in that room r.i.p nipsey man that's tough that's still hard to talk I, about and, and look i'm gonna be honest i never heard of this person until until he died and uh i like his i like his um uh what he's what he went for his mission mm-hmm. i liked his mission uh i didn't listen to his music i i still haven't listened to his music um because I just haven't listened to hip hop music in a very, very long time. Uh, but I really like this mission. Now, what I heard a lot in that break room was it's the government. Uh, oh, uh, there's a whole lot of like a, uh, you know, gangster stuff. Like, and in my mind, look, I know how the thing, how things are. It very could have been a government. It might have not been a government. All I know is I don't care whether or not it was the government or not. All I care about is what I what my mission is. I liked his mission. Everybody has a mission. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna throw that. Some people probably probably won't like like that. I'm not downing him at all. But everybody has a mission. My issue is when people talk all this crap about not wanting to vote. This is why I don't vote because the government does whatever they want. That is the most dumbest thing yeah, I ever heard. It's a cop out, really. If you have a business, look, I'm gonna need you to learn how to deal with politics, hmm. because your business has to deal with state laws. Yep. You and need those to state be laws voting. matter. Ooh, those state laws matter. Those yep. taxes and where they want to put their money that matters. So you need to be up on that, like you really do. Yeah, the government probably, you're probably like a small part of the government, but you still need to pay attention and be able to vote mm-hmm. in your own town, in your own city. Because you could be making all types of money, but your your own business might need to be, might be like 
you losing money because your money is being sent to some crap that don't even matter to you. Right. Right. Why they why are they taxing me on this? Well, last year when they when they was voting on it, you know, that was your opportunity to stop it. Did you try mm-hmm. to stop it? No. So it's that type of ignorance that I heard a lot when Nipsey passed. That's why I don't vote. The government does whatever they want. Yada yada yada. Now, the guy had a past. I'm quite sure. Mm-hmm. Things do catch up with people. I hate he he passed because honestly, we do need more people like him. Mm-hmm. I don't care what form of fashion. You have some crack crackheads that's on the street that have more knowledge and wisdom right. than some of these people in the stores that right. are dealing with money. Like, I don't care what kind of situation you are. We don't need wise people that are trying to help the lower class get up or be educated. We don't need those type of people passing. Mm-hmm. But when I hear that stuff where, like, that's the reason why I don't vote or, like, uh, no matter what we do, uh, they're going to shut us down. That's bull crap. Like, there's a reason why you're like this age and you're working at Walmart and a reason why these people will talk to you the way they do or feel like they can talk the way uh, they do Uh, because, Oh my God, like you're saying this, this one person who had a very good, he had a very good mission, Mm -hmm. but I know a lot of people that have a very good mission and you don't hear about them every day. And it's until they pass that you're like, man, we need more people like him. Well, were you supporting him when he was alive? Right. Were you were you paying him? Were you like supporting him? Were you like, were you buying his actually, albums? Well, yeah. Were you them? actually? Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I buy music on iTunes. Like I still buy music uh, because, like I said, I was in the music industry before the film industry, and I was like, I will no longer pirate music. I just can't. So I buy all my stuff on iTunes. I pay Pandora and and I'm going to finally get Spotify because uh, like uh, I'm starting to do some stuff where I just need to hear some albums. Uh, but I do that. Like, hmm. but support the people that are, that are having good missions now. You know, yeah. that's why I wanted to bring uh, Britney and uh, a lot of these women because they have good missions mm-hmm. they have good things that they want to do go support Facts. them like Facts. uh elizabeth you can go back and listen to the podcast she didn't think she was gonna get i'm quite sure she did not believe she was gonna get seven thousand dollars <laughs> no she didn't no she didn't no like support the people that are living now right right Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's super important. I mean, um, the the thing I keep getting out here is uh, everybody knew Nipsey Hustle. Everybody's from L.A. and they knew Nipsey Hustle. I kicked it with Nipsey Hustle, so no, I was like, didn't. of course you say that after he dies. Yeah. But okay, you know, no. whatever. Um, and that may or may not be true, but I just think it's awfully funny that everybody knew him. I'm from L.A. And I can honestly say I did not know Nipsey Hussle. I knew of his music. I knew who he was, but I never had the pleasure of meeting that man. Um, but um, I knew what he was to the community. Mm-hmm. And that that it like seriously, it was it's still hard for me to 
believe he's even gone because of the impact he had. I mean, right in my old neighborhood, you know, Watts ain't too far mm-hmm. from that. So, um, you know, it was it was one of those heartbreaking things, um, both as a fan of his music and um, a black woman. Um, just hearing something like that, you know, in my community with my people, regardless of who was responsible for it, it's just unfortunate that his mission, although it continues through his people, um, is it was cut short mm. way too soon, way too soon for me to even digest. So, um, I agree with you. Everybody that's just saying, oh, well, the government's going to screw us over anyway. It's just, it's just a way to continue to remain ignorant. You know what I mean? Ignorant to um, the things that really has to be done. Ignorant to his mission. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's trying to change the community and we're saying, well, oh, well, the government doesn't care. So we're just not going to we're not going to vote. And I'm like, no, this is all the more reason why we need to go out there and do the things that we need to do. But, you know, I'm just a lonely, you know, filmmaker. Maybe I'll make a documentary about that. Listen, <laughs> Listen that's, that's the thing. Like, uh. A lot of people feel like they have the answers, Uh, but you have a lot of prideful people that when you try to give them the answers, they think they already know it. Not even answers, just suggestions. Like, hey, maybe we should know. Okay. Yeah. Like, (laughs) but some people are literally just giving you the answers to like, to the pieces to the puzzle. And it's just some people just have, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're not listening. So right. I, right. I, I deal with that a lot. Um, and some, sometimes, you know, you just gotta like, just like you, like you always say, like stay in your own lane and just keep mm-hmm. going. But that's, that's, that's what I, what I deal with at that Walmart. Like I hear a lot of crazy stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay over here and read. My, I'm just gonna listen to my headphones. Yeah, cause this is <laughs> and, and read this magazine that I found. Oh, it's free. I I definitely <laughs> like this magazine. Uh, so, yeah, I usually just joke around a lot at work with people just to shy away from the conversations because I've heard them all from the Nipsey Hustle conversations to um, Make America Great Again conversations to mm-hmm. I've heard it all. So I'm just like. Mm, I just rather not participate because y'all don't want to hear what I gotta say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's and that's that's why I stay away because they probably they people look at me and they probably think I'm gonna say one thing and then I talk and then they be like, like they're just probably like shocked if anything. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, I'm psh, look, 25 African American, uh, have his own. I have my own business. You know, I think way, way uh, farther ahead of what I want to be doing, what um, what I plan on doing. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Some people just don't, don't, don't do that. Um, to switch switch things up, um, I really want to hear about some of the projects you got going, because uh, I know uh, I know you've been busy. Uh, so yeah, what's what's kind of like the projects you got you got coming other than the YouTube videos? Um, well, the other than YouTube videos, I've been uh, really working closely with this artist by the name of uh, B. James. Um, so I'm getting back into the music video scene. We just shot a one take, which was awesome. I haven't posted it yet. He's been posting it, but I'm waiting until May to post it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think it's a dope video. Um, I definitely learned a lot from it. 
but um, we're we're planning on actually doing another one. It's going to be another one take, um, but it's it's going to be a little bit different. I'm gonna try to make it a little bit more um, not complex, but just a little bit more eye appealing. Well, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so I've been working really closely with him, and he's uh, really I'm really proud of him. Um, I'm getting to know him a little bit more, and um, it's kind of like he's one of those guys that uh, kind of slept on himself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and he's now you know, awakening. And he said something the other day when he met up with me um, that really made me think. And he said, you know, every day I'm just trying to make sure that I'm tapping into my greatness. And I said, wow, that's a that's a damn good statement. Mm-hmm. So every day I wake up now and I'm like, get up, get up. You got to tap into your greatness every day. Tap into your greatness. So um, it's it's been a blessing to be around um, somebody who's inspiring me, not only as a filmmaker, as a creator, but also just as a person and just, you know, holding myself accountable to do the things that I need to do to be as successful as I can. So I've been working with him um, and he's planning on me shooting all of his music videos. Um, He has this um, this song out, uh, not out yet, but it's, it's called Black Coffee. And it is amazing. Like when you talk about lyricism, Mm-hmm. Like his lyrics are just on point and he's very political and very um, extremely pro-black, <laughs> extremely pro-black in what he does. And um, not pro-black as in an anti-white, but more mm-hmm. pro-black as in, um, you know, uh, uplifting black women, uplifting black men. Mm-hmm. You know, he has his little club bangers and stuff like that, which is to be expected. But um, he puts me in the mindset of uh, evolving into like a J. Cole. Mm-hmm. So um, he, in his own in his own right, though. Um, so I'm really excited to to work with him. So shout out to B. James. Um, he's doing his thing. I'm very proud of him. And I, I cannot uh, tell you how excited I am to continue to work with him. Um, I'm also working with another artist called Joshua J. He has a, a video coming out. He already has a mixtape out and he's going to be doing. um what is it? Uh, his cruise control. We're going to be doing his cruise control video. And I got all kinds of stuff set for that, all kind of sunsets and everything like that. Um, what else I've been learning is I actually um, plan on getting a Sellify store. A what? And I'm going to be selling my LUTs and my presets, my transition presets. Um, now, this is a little bit of ways away because I want to perfect it and I want to make sure and try it out on my own stuff before I actually sell it. Um, but I'm planning on doing that and I've been learning that through premiere and I was pretty like excited yesterday. I even posted it on Instagram. I saw that. I was like, man, I was like, I learned how to make my own transition presets. I was like, this is a whole nother game for me. Yeah. So I was, I was super excited about that. So just, I've just been really sitting back learning, strategizing, um, and just praying (laughs) that all this stuff works out. But, um, what else? Uh, I plan on doing a black love documentary. That's something that's just going to be, I'm just going to be working on as much as I can. Um, just, uh, basically what I'm trying to, trying to do is it's not like the, it's, it's, it's inspired by, uh, Oprah Winfrey and her black love documentaries. But, um, it's more so what I'm trying to do is bridge the gap between black men and black women, um, helping us gain a better understanding of each other and why we tick the way we do, because, you know, it obviously goes back further than, you know, um, where we are now, like mm-hmm. all the way through our history of why we interact the way that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just me trying to bridge that gap. Um, what else? What else? And then other than that, it's just been client work, 
and um, just really trying to brand myself in a way that's effective for me. Now, I know last time I talked to Brittany, she was saying, like, you know, I'm not worried about it. I'm just going to, you know, do the love for it and everything like that. And that's dope. Um, but I think I think for me, I, I really I really want to take the time to really brand myself carefully and 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 understand not to say that she doesn't. But um, I just really want to understand the business a lot more. I know that I'm I'm lacking in that area uh, just simply based off some of the situations that I've gone through. I will never do that stuff again. Mm. <laughs> never. I, if I if I could give any advice to anybody out there, make sure that you place in your contracts a time and limit that you have on revisions. Um, I got people coming to me two months later, like, Hey, I think I saw this. No, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> and, and I'll, t- I'll tell you why, like, it's like, I want to be nice and I want to fix it for them or, you know, add whatever. But at the same time, I have other projects that I have to do and I can't go back two months working on other projects and putting my current projects on hold. Cause that's how I lose business. So I'm like, I can't, do that. And it's already bad enough that I got a nine to five. So I got to work that nine to five. So I only have so much time to work on what I need to work on. So if I can give anybody any advice, put in your contracts, like I'm doing it like this, you get three revisions and they have to be told to me within seven days. Other than that, it's, it's a wrap. Uh, I've been also thinking about uh, putting something, some kind of clause or something in my contract where you like my style. You you came to me because you like my style. Here's here's my theory on that is uh, uh, not even theory, but my just my thoughts. So if I go to Adidas mm-hmm. and I buy some Adidas shoes and I say I want to return them because they don't feel like my Nikes. They don't look like my Nikes. Well, you didn't come to Nike. You came to Adidas. So it, it's like people will come to you and say, Hey, I really, really love your work. I love your style. And I really want you to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z for me. You do it. And then they say, well, I really wanted it to look like Brandon's work. Well, you should have just went to Brandon. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I, I don't understand the mindset of some people sometimes. Like, so I have to put some kind of clause in there saying, you know, you like my my stylistic approach and this is what you want. You know what I mean? Because it's some people that will try to completely change the whole way that you do things. And I don't know, maybe I'm being a little too controlling. Maybe I need to loosen up. No, but I just feel like I can't go to Adidas and ask for a refund if I'm expecting Nikes. You know, that's that's it's sad. It's sad, but it's true. Like, that's why whenever I I, I barely buy shoes, but uh, whenever I do, like I put them on and I'll go walk in them just to see how they feel. But it's sad to true, but that I can visually see that happening because similar stuff just has happened. I was watching this uh uh court uh this judge court thing on TV uh session and this guy hired uh a painter to paint a mo- uh um it's not a monument, basically to paint a picture in his office hallway of the streets of New Orleans. And that's what he hired him. That's what's on the contract. That's in what's in the emails. He want he wanted the streets of New Orleans. Okay, he paid this guy a large sum of money to paint this in his office. The guy went out of town while the painter was in his office painting. And when the guy got back, he did not like uh he didn't like the picture he painted. Mm. He was looking for a specific 
Street of New Orleans. Oh, wow. And he was like, I want my money. And the guy was like, you know, you're not getting your money. And th that's why they went to court. And, like, they have all these emails. And the guy asked the judge, like, what, when you think of New Orleans, what do you think? And the judge had a whole different opinion. And she mm. she had something really specific. I was like, damn, I thought she was about to say Bourbon or, like, Canal Street or whatever. But she didn't even say that. But it's that type of stuff where, like, yeah, it's your contract. You can put whatever you want up in it because crazy people are out there. Man. And if, if they want something specific, they might be broad with it, and they expect you to be able to read their mind. Uh, mm -hmm. Luckily, I have not... Uh, on a lower scale, I probably dealt with that. But luckily, I have not dealt with that. Because um, I'm quite sure that was a very frustrating thing for that painter. Uh, yeah, cause extremely. Because he, he sounded like, you know, he was a real uh, professional in what he was done. And my thing is, if these people uh, hire us to do something, I would hope that they would be there to, like, make sure. That's why whenever yeah. I take pictures... Uh, I try to show them like, okay, this is what we're working with. Uh, you know, we got this over here. We might try to do this. Uh, you see how you're smiling, you know, you know, you know, butter them up, you know, whatever. Uh, but also showing them the camera cause like, Hey, this is what, this is what we're looking at. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. is this even close to what you like? Yes or no. I need to know now because once when we leave here, yeah, once we leave here, we're not coming back. <laughs> we're not coming back right it's it's kind of, it's kind of like um for those that are listening maybe maybe not filmmakers just kind of like the podcast but it's it's kind of like working at like best buy and you're constantly telling this person hey you know that's not available that's not available and, but they constantly keep insisting that you go check on the back in the back and you've been back there like 20 times already for them and they're yeah. like, you sure? You sure? It's like the most annoying thing when I'm trying to tell you or showing you this is what this is going to look like. And you're saying, oh, yeah, it's great. Then you get it and you're like, well, this isn't what I remember. Lord have mercy. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just I, I don't know. I, I think for me, in order to avoid all of this stuff, it needs to be in my contract and I need to be more proactive in saying, OK, exactly what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what is it that you want? And based on that, let me see if I can provide it for you. And yeah. based on what I can provide for you, this is going to be the price. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just trying to be more proactive and get ahead of those curves before they happen. Yeah, definitely. Put in your contract. Uh, and I tell people all the time, like, okay, send me some photos of uh kind of style you want to go for when I talk to my models. I was like, okay, what kind of style do you want to go for? Okay, I like that. I can put my own spin to that. I can make it my own. Let's go for it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, so I can have, like, some type of idea. And I can also see whether or not, like, what sh this person wants is something it's that possible. I can I can <laughs> bring to them. Like, I'm All not right. going to sit here and say I can do every single thing because I don't have a lot of lights yet, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm still working on on my retouching, but to fully do retouching, you know, you know, you gotta you gotta know a lot of aspects of photography. So, yeah, some things I got I I'll be able to tell them like it probably won't look as good as that, but like I can you know 
can make it look pretty good for you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like, hey, it's your contract. Put whatever you want in yeah. it. I'm putting all kind of stuff Even in, if in like, the website. Yeah, like in fine print, like, hey, whatever you want. Yeah, and I'm even thinking when I send my contracts, these are the main things you need to have an understanding on, so make sure that you read this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Make sure you read the contract, because you need to know what you're getting into, and I need you to understand what you're getting into. So, I mean, like, and I hate this, make this podcast sound like we're just bashing. <laughs> we're not bashing. Because <laughs> we're, we're kind of just kind of going in. But I know, like, this is something that other people can relate to or will be able to relate to. Or just need so to So I'm know. more than sure if you don't, if you don't get it now, six months down the line after you start, you'll be like, oh, okay, I see what B and Brandon we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so. this, I'm sorry, it's just real. Yeah, it's the reality. Like. When I tell people that, look, I'm sorry, my expectations for humans in general, like the way the way they are, is very low. That's why sometimes you just have to simplify things to like the smallest because mm-hmm. some people just either won't know what you're talking about. Although all they know is I want my picture to look like this. <laughs> or like, that's it no if yeah, ands or buts yeah, about that's, it that's it and it could be something like that they need to do like I want my picture to look like this okay do you have a makeup artist why do I need a makeup artist okay well this chick right here I'm quite That's sure professional yeah has <laughs> professional makeup uh, <laughs> this figure I would not be able to add this figure on you I'm gonna need oh, you I hate to... the Photoshop people. I, I, I'm gonna. I need don't you... hate them, but I, I just I, the Photoshop people irritate me. Sorry. Yeah, they yeah. Do. It's like, uh, it's, it's like, look, you are a very beautiful woman. Like, you should be very comfortable with yourself. Uh, no, I have a fiance. I'm not hitting on you. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you're a very beautiful person. I will not be able to Photoshop you, but I, I can tell you that these pictures will come out looking very good. But yeah, you had to tell them that because they will yeah. think that, you know, you know, we take a picture and like we put a magic wand on it and it's like replicate this. No, we have to tell them like, hey, make sure you put on deodorant. Like, you know, it, we just have to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like usually what I tell people when they say, well, can you Photoshop this out and this out and this out and this out and Photoshop this and Photoshop that? Do we need to go to a different setting? I just kind of tell them, huh? (laughs) I'd be like, do we need to go somewhere else? Like, uh, what I tell them is, is I'm like, okay, so if, if you were to get this picture Photoshopped like this, when your friends and family see you, you're not going to look like that. Uh, so why true. would you try to pretend that you're looking like that when you don't? You know, if it's for, you know, giggles, then that's cool. Yeah, but if you're actually sitting up here, if you're a size, you know, 25, whatever, and you're trying to look like a size eight in your picture, you know, that's that's not going to add up. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, to me, subconsciously, I think that has to do with with some kind of um insecurities subconsciously on some type of level yeah so that that's why especially with females and being a female you know i can have those conversations with them like hey listen honey girl to girl woman to woman you don't need to have that insecurity you know i always believe if you don't like something about yourself you can change it 
You know what I mean? So it's it's like I try to encourage them and say, hey, look, you know, I don't think that's a great idea because when people see you in real life, that's not what you look like. So why are we trying to pretend that you're something that you're not? So I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little too blunt with it, but I do I do kind of make them think a little bit. And I've gotten good responses from from most of them. <laughs> You know, um, so sometimes, you know, there's because they want to make their ex jealous. So they're like, oh, yeah, I want to say I lost. y'all broke up yesterday. No, you're not a size seven. <laughs> you know, what I- <laughs> you know what I mean? Then, so then they're going to be then they're going to be upset when they get exposed. Like, yeah. you know, you don't look like that. Yeah. Then so you're going to be a meme. You're going to be a meme of the town. Like, hey, look what this chick hey. tried to pull. This what she actually looked like. Hey, all right. It's just, you know, keep it a thousand, you mm-hmm. know, keep it a thousand. Just be yourself, be yourself. But yeah, but yeah. Um, Dang, I think we didn't drift it off so many subjects. No, no, I mean, it's all good. Like, just, you know, just catching up. Because you, have, you haven't been on the show for quite a bit. Yeah, and a like, um, when we started back, we instantly got into like the Women's History Month. So haven't we haven't given an update on our, ourselves. So, mm-hmm. uh uh, ooh, I'm gonna have to take off my, uh, my phone off airplane mode. Uh, I might not. We will have a guest next week. Yay! By, uh, yeah. I like the guest. Yeah, he um he just sent me a message uh out of nowhere. Um, I want to say his name is Egan visuals yeah eggin eggin visuals he will be our guest sure uh, it's not edgar no it's because i asked him i was like how do you pronounce pronounce your name because you know i don't like to uh miss misspell people names on instagram but it's eggin visuals uh he is a uh orlando florida filmmaker uh he's Mm -hmm. based out in florida so uh, he has 20, so I don't know if he's 20 years old. That means he's younger than me, uh, if that is correct. I know. Uh, but um, I think he also has a podcast. So I'm going to give that a listen as well. But, yeah, bringing in more guests like, you know, like we should. And getting people getting people names out and getting uh, more uh, more inputs on, you know, mm-hmm. how the film industry or just the entrepreneur uh, vibe is in other areas, you know, because I mean, that's, that's important. Um, Mm -hmm. Me, me and Kenya, we, uh, we're not going to stay where we are at um, forever. So we're all, we're, we're looking at where we'll move next. Uh, So Las Vegas, no, I'm just saying, well, it's funny. Like one of our coworkers, uh, she just moved to Las Vegas. And I told her whenever she need like pictures or whatever to give you a call or mm-hmm. to remind me and we'll get that hooked up. And my cousin who's in the news industry, he might be going to Las Vegas as well. So uh, mm-hmm. either way, like I'm quite sure we'll be taking trips over there. And plus I, we missed NAB again. Uh, I got to catch up. <laughs> I've been yeah, so yeah. busy. I have I haven't been following it like I did last year, uh, but I have to see, you know, what's all coming out. 
I did see Canon has some new video cameras, which will mm -hmm. go great with my live streaming service. Service, but look, until they upgrade and uh, do something and give me other options than a one DX Mark II, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> like we we just can't talk anymore anymore, Canon. Uh, but yeah, are, are we going to Sony? Well, see, that's the thing, and. I guess we <laughs> I guess we can add 10 more minutes to the podcast but like the thing about Sony I really want to go I I want the Panasonic GH5S Mhm mm but I don't think I'll I don't think I want to stay with the Panasonic line uh because I told you before I like Sony, but I do not like Sony colors at mm. all because uh, it's so flat. Granted, like I can just color grade it, but then I'll be color grading it every single time. Uh, <laughs> but so I want to get Sony because um, I want I want to say it's the A7 III uh, where it's to me, it's a very good all-around camera. And for mm -hmm. if I can just get that, because I need a better all-around camera to replace my 1DC, but I also need a video, video actual, actual cinematography camera. I need a cinema camera. And mm -hmm. the GH5S, it cannot fully replace that, but it can replace and help me out. Because I want to do a documentary as well. Uh, so I need to get into... Uh, I need to get a cinematography camera, that being a, a Canon C300, or I don't want the Sony FS5, FS7 or FS5. I don't want it. But, like, if it's, like, something like, you know, that, I'm not getting the red. I don't want the red. I don't, I just don't like how red is overpriced, everything. I don't have the money for that. I don't want, even if I had the money for all that, I want to put that money somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I, I'm not getting the red, but. That's my only issue. Um, I did find that I do have, there are some rent shops in New Orleans. So what might end up happening is whenever I get a large sum of money, I'm going to go down to New Orleans and see if I can mess with the GH5S and mess with the Sonys and see which one am I going to get go with. Hmm. Uh, but it also depends on at the time what service is bringing in more money. Like if if I'm having a huge photography thing going on and I'm getting a lot of photography sales, then I'm probably gonna get the Sony camera. Uh, if I'm doing a lot of video and my live streaming is doing very well, then I'm gonna have to get a video camera. Hmm. So my live streaming and all my videos can like look like way better because people hmm. already like my product if only they knew i had old school equipment like <laughs> <laughs> and i had like slightly better equipment i can do way more and push up yeah. way more so yeah i won't i won't lie like i thought i was doing pretty good before i got that lens that lens takes it to a whole nother oh, game and just wait till you <laughs> upgrade your camera because when you told me what camera you got i was like whoa 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 You've been Man. pushing out this type of work with that camera. I was like, "Oh my god!" If we put a like, even like a decent I'm camera, I'm kind of got my eyes on that seven three, a seven three. 
it's a very good camera and it's all like the photography is good the the video the video uh side of it is pretty good to like pay for itself because it's not that much and that's it that's the problem these cameras and even some of the newer cameras are becoming so i'm not gonna say cheap but like affordable where it's like i'm just now about to finish paying off my 1dx that thing was i want to say five thousand dollars yeah i wish i wish i could go back and like just slap myself and say you're about to screw us over for three years (laughs) uh but like these cameras are like becoming so affordable that Mm. i put a down payment of 2500 on the camera that's Mm. a camera right that's the price of that's, a good that's camera. That's the A7 right III there. right there. A7 III, that's a GH5S. That's a lot of good cameras right. right now. That's way better than my camera right now. So yeah. I think that's another thing. Because, like, between that, because I want to also pay off my car and then other stuff. So I think that's another reason why I'm having trouble uh, choosing. Because, like I told you, I like colorful things. I, I, I really like... Uh, kind of saturated and colorful stuff, but I also like uh, sharp sharpness, and Canon just don't give me that full sharpness that I like. Well, uh, maybe maybe the DC, but like um, I don't know. For for me, the reason why I've and I wasn't a Sony fan. I was pure Canon. I was like, oh nope, Canon. If Canon ain't got it, I ain't getting it. Yeah. But um, when I went to the video store, and I think I've said this before, they told me, no, you don't need a GH5 because you're trying to do both photography and videography, and this is going to be your main camera. So get the A7R2. Yeah, the the R2. That's what I got. And I hated it at first because of the battery draining. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was pissed. But then over time, the batteries, I don't know, they kind of fixed themselves and kind of got a little bit better, and I got a little bit more out of it. Um but uh, I started to fall in love with Sony with that camera, and then I fell in love with Sony's line because I feel like Sony had they they found a niche. People like you and me, the mm. up and coming YouTuber, the up and coming filmmaker. You know, they made an affordable line that gives you so much. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can shoot 4K with twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. I think some of them even got 8K for like five Gs. No. So Sony. it's like it's like they they found the niche and it's just like Canon. Canon has a Canon is kind of like the Bentley of cars. It's never it's never going to go down, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um it'll never really go on sale. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like they set their standard like, "No, this is what we're doing. You want to rock with us. This is what you got to do." But Sony has said, "You know what? There is um profit in small-time filmmakers." And they found that niche within their line. So that that's why I was like, well, Sony is for me because that's me. Now, if I move up, well, when I move up and I'm doing bigger things, perhaps, yeah, I will go another Canon. My first camera was a T3i. I loved that camera. Loved that camera. But I know from where I, what I want to do and where I want to go, you know what I mean, Um I, I had I had to I had to continue on with Sony. And like like I say, everybody Everybody gets mad at me <laughs> when I say gear matters. It does. It does. Gear like, does matter. I don't care where. You can't. You, I'm not saying go out and break your pockets. But literally, I spent an entire paycheck on this lens. 
I was like, I'm getting it. I don't care. I know what it's going to produce for me and I believe in it. And my production value has gone up because of it. So um, I can't, I can't, you, you do have to master gear. Like if you go out and go buy, if, if you're a rich kid, you go out and go buy a red, you know, that's your prerogative for your first camera, but I don't recommend it. But um, I do tell people like gear does matter. Like, yeah, you can master your phone and these phones nowadays, they can do so much. They do so much. But at the end of the day, to get the quality and to get what you really need. I can't say that either because that whole bird flying high video or not video, but movie was shot on the iPhone 7. So, mm, I, I let's see. That's the thing. It, and... That's why I say gear. Gear doesn't matter. But it to me, it matters because there is a difference between my 14 millimeter Rokinen lens and that Sigma 24 millimeter lens 1.4, you know, that, that 14 millimeter is sitting at a 2.8, that 1.4, that bokeh is fire. So yeah. I'm like, dude, like it's a, it's a difference. And my, and my visuals are sharper exactly. with that lens and my 50 millimeter. I'm cool with the 24 and the 50 millimeter right now. The reason why gear actually matters is because low light. Man. If I had a better low light, if my 1DC had a better low light, if if just if it was better in low light, I wouldn't be waiting for a new camera right now. But that's <laughs> what's killing me right now. I, the low yeah. light. The ISO just doesn't go as high as it should compared to other cameras because mm-hmm. it's an older camera. Uh, gear matters because, yeah, you might need lenses that go all the way to 1.2, 1.4 because you do photography or you want to shoot certain ways or you, if you want something very sharp, you need the higher, uh, higher, higher and better quality glasses. Right. Some glass is as cheap and that's why some of your stuff isn't sharp. I know Mm -hmm. because I have some of those lenses and like, (laughs) Gear matters because, and this is why I do like Sony. Sony put, when they come out with new cameras, they like, okay, we're going to put it, we're going to stuff as much crap into this camera as we can. All of our features that fit for the certain type of filmmaker, photographer that we want. We won't fit every single thing, but we're going to put a hell of a lot of stuff in it's, there. It's workable. That That will actually... <laughs> fit for the type of person that we want for this camera. Mm-hmm. Canon on the other hand, it's like, hey, we're gonna try out this new model of a camera. But we won't put everything in there because we still want you to buy the freaking 1DX Mark II. So we're gonna <laughs> put a, a some of the features, but we're not gonna put everything, not all the good stuff, just a few good stuff stuff in mm-hmm. in this camera. And we're still going to put it at the price of $2,000 or more. That's why I I have, that's why I'm leaving Canon. Oh, you're leaving Canon. Thank you. I'm definitely, unless I I get the C300, which is the video camera, I'm definitely leaving Canon because even if they, even if they do have something that's going to be better than a 1DX Mark II, it will probably take them another century to say, okay, here's the <laughs> next best thing. But so far, the 1DX Mark II is the only good thing right now that that will 
step my uh, production up. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's like four thousand, five thousand yeah. dollars. I just paid. That's I two just Sony cameras, dude. Exactly. That's two Sonys. I could have an A and a B camera for my setup. Right. So you know how easy that would be for uh for shooting short films and videos. Man. Like, hey, while I'm shooting this angle, you shoot that angle. You that would make editing so much better. I'm mm-hmm. not doing it, Canon. Like it's 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 so sad because Canon is a great company. But they need to step up with mm-hmm. what they're doing. The GH5, yeah. Panasonic, they are just, no, not Panasonic, uh, Black Magic, they're mm-hmm. stepping it up because they don't overcharge people. Right. They they literally put in the right stuff in there and they say, okay, this is how much it costs to build this camera. How much are we going to charge people? I mean, how much did it cost to build the camera? Okay, just just add a little bit more. Okay, there we go. And mm-hmm. that's how we got the pocket cinema, the 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 mind blowing pocket cinema, like because it didn't cost that much to make it. And Black Magic has always been film first. Mm-hmm. We are film makers first, not vloggers really. They're not vloggers or YouTubers. They're film first. Yeah. So I I think uh Canon just uh has their mindset that, you know, they're gonna go with the more not the pro consumer but the professional, you know, the one that has the money. They they go for the big money. It's it's like Bentley, dude. Like well, they, you don't see an average Joe on uh, at your job with a Bentley. Well they better do something because uh even Nikon is stepping up their stuff. And for yeah. me, Nikon heard, has I, always. I heard they got a new, a new, a new one out. That's oh, dope. Nikon has a has a few new new cameras that like. Even some people are like you know what that's not half bad, and and mm-hmm. one of them is a specialty camera, that like make things look vintage. So like, no, yeah, no, Canon, no, they better do something because. Uh, <laughs> no facts. I'm, yeah, they they really do. Facts, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, so Sony Sony's been a winner with me thus far. I plan on staying in Sony. Mm. Um I don't I don't think I'm going anywhere with it even though my Sigma lens took forever to get in stock. It's such a popular lens. I was not aware. Yeah. It's such a popular lens, especially with the Sony users being able to take Sigma such a great great lens and put it on a Sony. It was just like And then you got the 24, <laughs> right? Yeah, I got the twenty four one point four. See, that's a popular focal length. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's, it's great because it, it it's it's a it's a semi wide angle lens. You know what I mean? Um, it works great for my vlogging, and it works great with my music videos and stuff like that. So I was like, dude, I'm rocking out just with that and the um uh, fifty millimeter right now. That's all I'm rocking with. Mm. Um, until I want an eighty five mil. Um, I want a 35 mil and a 16 mil, um, but those will come later as the you know as the clients come as the money saves. But I'm actually thinking about selling all my other lenses because all my other lenses are Canon kit lenses, mm-hmm. and then I got this 14 millimeter. So I'm just thinking about just you know selling those and putting that towards my new computer. Uh, yeah, money, money, <laughs> ain't man, money, man, money, man. I don't know, I don't know. I might have to uh, 
get on that pole. No, I'm just kidding, you guys. I'm not getting on the pole. No, you don't have to get on the pole. <laughs> like, and, but I'm quite sure you're already seeing the return on the investment of that lens. Well, yeah. I'm, I, actually, what's happening is is that I'm actually getting other um, artists, not music artists, but just uh, creators, photographers and videographers that, you know, want to collab with me now. Um, you know, uh, just kind of built that, that, uh, that creator family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, cause I told them, I, I, th- the first thing I tell a lot of creators is, um, you know, whatever you need, because I know how it is. I am more than happy to take time out of my day for a couple of hours and help you get some BTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to exactly. charge you. You know what I mean? I'm more than happy to do that because I'm just trying to build that relationship where, oh, you know what? I need help with some branding. You think you can come take some pictures of me doing this, this, A, B, C, X, Y, Z, and vice versa. Those are the relationships that I'm trying to build. And that's why I tell them, like, no, you don't, you don't have to charge me. And a, a lot of times they want to pay me anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, like, it's cool. I don't need it. I mean, I can use it, but I don't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to I want to just build that. Hey, can I can I call you up? And, you know, like if you were out here, I can call you up and say, hey, you know what? I actually need some BTS photos. You think you can come through for an hour on a music video and help yeah. me out? Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Those are the kind of things that I'm trying to build with people out here. So um, I found two guys um, or they found me. Um, however it happened, I'm happy it happened. And like I said, I was able to do that uh, video. shoot. I cannot wait to drop that video oh my god the, this is the same one we talking about that i seen right huh it's, it's the one that i seen right um no not the music video i'm talking about the uh the behind the, the photo scenes. shoot the bts photo okay. shoot that i did um that that was amazing because this guy like you know he works out of a studio and it's it's such a beautiful studio like it's just it's it's more like a dope vibes studio so I was really happy with the pictures he was he was taking. I love how, you know, he had the camera on the tripod taking the pictures and they were showing up on the big Apple screen. So I was like, wow, I really want to do that. So that kind of inspired me. And I said, after I buy my uh, computer, I want to start saving a down payment on a studio and I want to live outside that studio or inside that studio. Yeah, so. that's that's actually what's keeping us here, because I want to do that here, create something like that here. And mm-hmm. um, be able to leave it here, of course, still do more with it, but actually leave some type of legacy here mm-hmm. uh, to help out the film industry. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, having having a studio is a a game changer in it, in itself. And mm-hmm. you have some people that's like, yeah, come in, like, you know, do whatever. And right. That's, that's kind of like how I want mine to be able to like come in, do. I want them to be able to do as many type of projects as, as as well. Of course, they're gonna have to pay for it, but like I'm not gonna make it like where like it's too much because right. I know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like most most definitely uh, go for that. Yeah, if if its rent is your rent, like it'll work. Man. That's what I say. That's why even when they come at me, I'm like, no, I'm not going to charge you to take BTS for you or, you know, anything like that. Because I'm like, I know I'm going to need that from somebody. Mm. So, you know, as long as you're there for me. And both of these guys have called me to take over jobs for them because they couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. So in essence, they, they've gotten me jobs and I was able to, you know, get some money off of it. So it's it's been cool. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. It's like we're about to hear like two hours, so like I said, um <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happens. That's what happens when, you know, we don't do this for a while. Uh, no, that's my bad. That's my bad, y'all. It's all good. I mean, you've been you've been putting in work, and you know, now people know where you've been, and people know what I'm going through, and you know, like we said in the beginning, we're just trying to keep it, you know, keep it 100, you know, keep it, keep it, uh, we, where people know exactly what we're going through. But yeah, I said next week we got Egan, Egan, Egan visuals. Uh, yes. A, uh Florida filmmaker. Uh he actually he actually has a podcast. I want to say a short film, so um I'll probably send you his link so we can Yeah, I just followed him, him on Instagram. Cool, cool. So. I uh you haven't done this in a while, so you know, got any final words to give out to the peoples? Uh final words, um I would say discipline. That's been my biggest struggle right now is just staying disciplined, getting up at the same time every morning, making making the same same uh, strides every day to get your business and your filmmaking where it needs to be. So I would just say uh, discipline is the key word. Stay disciplined in what you do. Stay disciplined in your passion. And that's the truth. That's something that I think everybody, no matter what stage you're at, <laughs> that they have to like make sure it's top notch. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see you, uh, see you all next week. Till then, catch you all later. Later. See ya.